Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Here we are. We're, we're moving along this morning and we're headed. We're still going on with Job. We're on Job 35 and you want to be here. Uh, there's a lot going on with Job. Yesterday we were in a bad place. We found out about somebody who did Stephanie wrong. and uh, But we were looking at old Elihu. And, I'm over it, Doug, just so you know. I don't think you are. I don't think you would have brought it up if you were over. Well, you point blank asked me for an example of something. You're really talking watching. too low. The peeps can't hear you. Okay. You're, you're only making about a quarter of an inch on this recording device. Okay. Right Can they hear me now? Yeah. And okay. I, want you, I want you to know something. I want you to know that we just ate a pickle. Oh, man, that was so good. Oh, man, that pickle changed everything. And, and, uh, that as pickle, long as it didn't pickle our reasoning abilities. I don't think it did. But anyway, okay. tell us why you're over it. So because... I've never told you because, quite honestly, it was one of those things that happen. You just like you don't forget it, but you don't dwell on it. Then you said, Stephanie, what was something that was said to you that was just so knuckleheaded, or however you worded it? Yeah. And it came back to mind. And you got to talk a little bit louder or get the mic closer Good to your night. lips or something. So, all right, folks, I'm going to be upfront with you. Just total disclosure. Um, I was a little bit too rough on the knucklehead that left the packet full of that. <laughs> Instead of the $100 bill in the card. And I apologize <laughs> to all of you. Even a Cracker Barrel card. A Cracker Barrel See, card. Cracker Barrel A Walmart awesome. card. I mean, just to help people. People did out. give us Don't Walmart give a Bob cards. Evans card. I went in there and their home price, they almost cracked my teeth. <laughs> I mean, you can tell they're frozen. They, they drop them in like a French fry fryer and add some onions or something. They're terrible, man. Mm-hmm. But anyway. So don't ever give a Bob Evans gift card no, to a widow no. or kids. Okay. And you know about... 10 minutes from Stephanie's house is a fine restaurant, but we're not going to tell you the name because we don't want anyone trolling that restaurant and ruining it for us. So anyway, here we go. We continue on. That's right. But that would have been a good $100 card. I'm looking at Charles oh, right yeah. there. Oh, my. And the restaurant gave you some they money. They did because Charles attuned the owner's piano. But see, that's the difference. Knucklehead gave you soul winner material. People who care gave you food. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You got to take the yep. kids there. They ate ribs. They had steaks. We used they it had for vegetable. mommy dates. Oh, it was awesome. It was such a blessing. Did they make meatloaf there? You know what? I will be honest. I don't know. What's your go-to dish there when you walk in? Um, at, at probably their sirloin steak with mozzarella cheese, onions, and mushrooms on top. Glory be to God. And let me tell you something else, friends. I've and had the grilled vegetables. And the breakfast. Oh, my. Their breakfast. So I, I uh, uh, last time we were in town, we decided to take the Westcos out for something to eat instead of giving them soul winter material. And uh, we got there, and man, I'm telling you what. Doug and Debbie know how to do missionaries. Whew. There you go right there. That's not true, but I'll take it. All right, so we're going into this, uh, this third speech from Elihu. And, you know, he's dealing with, remember how Job came off as self-righteous? And he almost looks like he's more righteous than God or something like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's going to be dealt with here. And, and sorry to do this. The pickle quite didn't get rid of the bad throat. So Stephanie's opening her Bible right now to Job 35. And uh, listen, this is a really important lesson today. I think probably, well, first of all, I think God's word is important throughout. It never returns void. It changes people. It changes hearts. 
But let's figure out what's going on about God's righteousness and what Elihu has to say about it. If you go ahead and read sure. 35, thank you. Elihu spake moreover and said, Thinkest thou this to be right, that thou saidst my righteousness is more than God's? For thou saidst, What advantage will it be unto thee? And what profit shall I have if I be cleansed from my sin? I will answer thee and thy companions with thee. Look unto the heavens and see, and behold the clouds which are higher than thou. If thou sinnest, what doest thou against him? Or if thy transgressions be multiplied, what doest thou unto him? If thou be righteous, what givest thou him? Or what receivest he of thine hand? Thy wickedness may hurt a man as thou art. Thy righteousness may profit the son of man. By reason of the multitude of oppressions, they make the oppressed to cry. They cry out by reason of the arm of the mighty. But none saith, Where is God my maker, who giveth songs in the night? Who teacheth us more than the beasts of the field, and maketh us wiser than the fowls of heaven? There they cry, but none giveth answer, because of the pride of evil men. Surely God will not hear vanity, neither will the Almighty regard it. I think that I got to, we got to stop there. I think that's one of those practical places we got to stop. We want to pray, you know, God, make me look better than someone else. Have, you know, make this guy or gal go out with me. Obviously, someone like myself would be saying girl. Someone like yourself would be saying guy when you're younger. Whatever the case may be, God doesn't want to hear that junk. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to hear the vanity. He doesn't care how your feelings are. Well, he does. But he doesn't, you know, you don't have to pray to fine-tune yourself, you know, and this whole name it and claim it thing. Anyway, that's, that's all I wanted to say. Okay. All right. All right. Verse 14, although thou sayest, thou shalt not see him, yet judgment is before him. Therefore trust thou in him. But now, because it is not so, he hath visited in his anger, yet he knoweth it not in great extremity. Therefore doth Job open his mouth in vain. He multiplieth words without knowledge. So he's saying Job is just running off at the mouth. Mm-hmm. What? And again, he's talking about self-righteousness here. He's mm-hmm. talking about, you know, Job, God is the one that's righteous. It's not you. And, and you know what, folks? I don't want to slam Job here because we went back to the beginning and said, we think people are too hard on Job. We mm-hmm. think people are too hard on Job's wife. Yep. Hey, Job's going through the fire. He's just getting schooled by a preacher here. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that's going We've been, have you been there? Yeah. Have you left church and say, man. Yep. I just got a good spanking. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, I, and I think, I think he's spanking Job, but I think at the same time, the wrong thing here would be to condemn Job and say, hey, look at Job. You know, he's, he's no good. He's, Mm-hmm. He's this. Now we've all been there. We all mess up. Mm-hmm. You know, we all mess up. And, yep. uh, and, and I, I really believe that's what's going on there. I think, uh, I think this guy is probably a great guy. Well, he's, he's you know, again, we keep in mind Elihu didn't, wasn't. Okay, he did it again. Elihu. Man. Elihu. It's all right, yeah. man. Hey, the peeps do it too. The chalkboard tallies are not in my favor on this one right now. And I'm now. not tallying. I'm just like, you know, I'm um, just trying to get you to a good place. Yeah. yeah. So, but all that to say, Elihu did not have God's word, you know, as we compare him to a, to a preacher, to someone there that Job has been saying, oh, that one would plead for me with God. Um, Elihu did not have the scripture to go back to. He didn't have God's word to look through for answers to give Job. Yeah. And, you know, I think Elihu's in a place of, of understanding Job's friends are, aren't in a good place, but he's taking what he's heard Job say 
when Job wasn't in a good place either. And to a certain extent, he's using Job's own words against him. He is. And that's a sad place to be, and it's a sad place for anyone in a PTSD scenario to be where there may be truth in what's said to you, but because you're in the midst of so much. Yeah. It well, just it, is a well, the very difference. There's a dichotomy here, though. Be. You have, you have Eliphaz, right? And the way he handled things, and you have Bildad, completely and narcissistic. You have so At least this guy. This is, guy's not narcissist. No, no, no. There's none of that spirit coming through. And sometimes people just need to be slapped with the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people need to hear, "Stop it!" You know. Mm-hmm. No, I hear that all the time from Doug and Debbie. Yeah, just stop yeah. it. You know, when when you start getting silly, when you go down the wrong road, when things are going bad, it's okay to have an lie you in your life. No, and, like every time I say I'm fat and ugly, Doug now. Yeah, yeah. So so somebody or- <laughs> somebody somewhere has uh Stephanie believing she's fat and ugly. First of all, Stephanie has lost like three pound uh like three five pound bags of sugar at least, maybe going into the fourth. So if you were to lift up your sugar right now, she's lost like four of those. So and for, she's never been ugly. She was a little chubby. She's lighter than she's been in many, many years. She made a comment tonight that Charles would be mad if he saw her. Charles could care less. He's in heaven. But I get her point. All right? I get your point. I told her to go to, when she gets to heaven, look at Charles and say, I've been this skinny for years. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible things we talk about when we do podcasts and things of that nature. <laughs> But we want to let you in on, uh, so, so essentially what's going on is, you know, he's talking about Job speaking out of ignorance mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and he challenges him with his own words and he's continuing to challenge him with his own words. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's using the accusations that Job made or what Job was trying to say. This guy had to be taking notes. You can't have this much. Yeah. I know he's inspired by God because it becomes the word mm-hmm. of God. And, uh, but I, I mean, he, you know, he's sitting there and he's talking to him and he's trying to help him out. And, uh, and he basically, you know, one of the things that got to me, I think, you know, there's a couple of things going on. Uh, but pointing out there in 35, 4 through 8, that God is unaffected by human actions. It doesn't matter. You know, our God mm-hmm. doesn't hear vanity. He doesn't do that. God is unaffected by our human actions. He's going to be just. He's going to be right. Except prayer. Except Hezekiah. And oh, Hezekiah became a total opens the knucklehead. Doors of heaven or closes them, depending yeah. on where our heart is. Yeah. Because th- think about that. Hezekiah, great guy, great king, great everything. Well, uh, Praise to God, asked for 15 complacent. more years and gets it. Yep. Becomes he total knucklehead. He was told by the, by, told, what was that, Isaiah? Oh, he was dying. under what was the equivalent of hospice care at that time. He, yeah. was, he was at the end of his life. And, and, and so God is unaffected by human actions, but he is affected. Uh, by the human action of prayer or by prayer. But prayer is not human. It's That's supernatural. Right. That's right. It, it is. goes straight up to God. And remember, I've said this before and I'll say it again. When you pray, it goes up to the God, it goes up to God and, and fellowship. And we need to have fellowship with God. Mm-hmm. It goes out to the world in good works. It changes everything. Yep. So, so when we pray, uh, I mean, you need to be prayer warriors. That's right. And, Part uh, of our spiritual armor. And then uh, talking about 9 through 16, he's talking about Job speaking words without knowledge. That, that blew my mind when he brought up the whole knowledge thing and, and, and going on that, you know, uh, here's the problem. All right. I, I want to say this, right, because I don't want to say this and seem like I'm righteous or I, because I'm not. All right. 
But I, I think the problem that we have today, the practical thing, what, what we're helping these folks with right now is we don't know the whole situation when we sit down with somebody. We don't know the whole situation when we see somebody at church on Wednesday night or, mm-hmm. or somebody comes up to us and says, you know, my wife left me, my husband left me. This is going on. I don't like my wife. I don't like my husband. Um, I don't like it. We don't know that, you know, that statement alone is not enough. Mm-hmm. And then people just want to spew off at the mouth. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't know the whole situation. So I, I think there's a practical application here. And I, I think we all can, we hear it right now as I'm talking. But, you know, um, the practical application is if we're going to be uh, judge and jury and, uh, you know, a representative of God, we better know everything that's going on before we open our mouths. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, um, when I look at Elihu, I see someone who I really believe loves Job. Yeah. I don't. I think he does have a heart of compassion, um, and and tell me if I'm off my rocker on this. When I look at some of what Elihu says, because yeah. he's made it very clear he doesn't want to crush Job, he's no. not trying to attack him, but I see when I to be Job's advocate here. Yeah. Because Job was a yo-yo as he talked of trust him about trusting. He talks about trusting God and. He knows God's trying him, but he's going to come forth as gold. He's, he's going to trust God, whether even if he slays him and all of this. So we know that Job's heart kept coming back to God. Yeah. That was his foundation. But Elihu has taken a hold of the negative things that Job has said. And I think the importance here that I see is that Elihu did not. He's And God wanted Elihu to deal with Job in these realms. I mean, I think this was leading up because God's going to deal with Job because we're not given permission to sin with our mouth even in the midst of trials. We're never given permission to sin. No, no. We, um, we, can't, we can't mock God. No. God will not be mocked, the Bible no. tells us. Our God is not mocked. Yeah. But um, the thing that I see here, too, to learn from this, all of this that we're reading is that it's okay when someone even has... Um, you know, and I'm sure you've done had this where you deal with people with PTSD who um, come to that certain point of they want to grow and they want they want help, but then they're not willing to make changes that they have to oh, make yeah, yeah. to go that full road yeah. to recovery to be an overcomer. Oh yeah, and, and, and some people they get a little bit and they think yeah, they've got everything. Yeah, yeah. and so um, God is trying to use Elihu. I see. I think here in Job's life to help refine him. Life is a part of that refining fire that God is taking Job through. Yeah. Because Job was already just perfect, upright, all of that, that stuff. Yeah. But God was trying to use Elihu to challenge Job in his thinking. Yeah. And it is very easy when you have PTSD and when you've been through traumas. I, mean, we were, I was just talking this week with someone about this. It's so easy to become so negative and feel like... Well, you get cynical. The next thing bad is just around the corner. Yeah, yeah. It's and like I'm waiting for the next thing to happen. And that's where Job was here. Yeah. And Elihu's coming back with no Job. God's God. But of course you're going to be there. I mean, if you right. if you lose a husband, if you... It's you a know, very natural place to be, and I don't judge any... Because I uh, struggle with living there. So yeah. that's a very real thing. You're, you're living in that area code sometimes. But you're yes. doing better. Yeah. 
So, you know, you've been in the zip code. I've been in the zip code. I think anyone who's been through a, a big trauma has lived there before. Well, and I got to tell you, you know what my brother did? And my brother, I told you, he's my hero. He, mm -hmm. he got in the way of my father from beating my mother, beating yeah. his kids as a seven-year-old or something, yeah. you know? And I can remember that as clear as I can remember talking to you today. But, but you know, uh, this is what my brother said to me. And, and, you know, my brother knows I talk about him. He's a school teacher, wonderful guy, great guy. You, you, you guys should get to know my brother. I mean, he's got a master's degree in English, a degree in history and political science, got an English degree. I mean, All he's you a guys smart. have way too many brains. You yeah, know, for the yeah. well, he does, not me. But this, this is what I'm saying. He said at my mother's funeral, so my stepfather died first, who's my father, raised me and stuff, father knucklehead, uh, got saved at the end of his life. So he, you know, praise God that he mm -hmm. was involved with my mom and my mom got pregnant and had me and God used him for that. I hear all that. I respect him. I don't want to talk ill of the dead or anything like that. But my stepfather was my father. Mm -hmm. But when my mother died, my brother said this, made this statement to me at the funeral. He said, where next? Yeah. That'll mess you up, man. Yeah. You know, I'm just getting over preaching. You know, I'm just, I'm thinking, where do we go for lunch? You know, I mean, those things are going through my head. I'm trying to, how to deal with the loss of mom. You know, we, we, we just left the graveyard. We, we had the graveside service. We had the, uh, you know, we had the church service. And, uh, and then to make that statement. Yeah. You know, where next? And, but, but it's easy to but get. you go there. It's, That's where I was after Charles was killed. It's easy to get by. Which There's people listening to us right now who yeah. are there. Yeah. They've lost loved ones, and they say, well, who's next? What's next? What's the And I think that's where Job was. And Job, I mean, Job had every right to be there because yeah. literally for in one day's time, you woke up wealthy, 10 kids, world by the tail from every perspective. Yeah. Goes to bed that night. And boom. The poorest man, fatherless, I mean, not fatherless, childless. Yeah, yeah. With nothing, literally. No money. No, they, they stole the everything. the clothes on they his back. Turned his farm And we don't down. know how, how long it was. Next thing he knows, he's covered in boils and dying. I mean, Job, if anyone had the right, Job gets no judgment from me for being there. But I think that's what Elihu is challenging. Yeah, is the there fact. they cry. But none giveth answer because of the pride of evil men. Pride will mess you up, man. Pride will mess you up. But I'm not going back and saying the people who are listening, who are waiting for the next thing to drop, who are waiting for the next thing to happen. And we all know people like that. We have dear friends of ours all over this country. We've been there who are waiting for the next thing to drop, who are waiting for the next thing to happen. And these prideful evil men, uh, you know, they're, they're not helping people. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so there's a practical side to this, and I'm seeing the practical side, and I think you'll be with me, is we better have a good pastor. We better not forsake the assembling. Uh, we better have a good pastor. We better do those things uh, that provide wisdom, read the Bible, mm -hmm. do our devotions, do those types of things. Well, and I think, I mean, if Job hadn't have a, had a relationship with God, he would have flipped right in the beginning. Oh, Job would and, be gone. Yeah. And I think Elihu just keeps coming back to him and saying, Job, were you a perfect, upright, and just man because of what God was doing for you or because you trust God to be God. Litmus test. That's what this is. And and I think Elihu's challenging because there's been a few times Job said, I did this and I did this and I did this and I did this and then God did this to me. And then this test comes along and the test is, hey, Job, 
you're messed up too. You're not righteous. Only God is. Yes. You know? and, and that's true. All of our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. And vanity doesn't matter. I don't yeah. care how much you owned. I don't care what you led. I don't care what you did. God is still God. He's just. He's yeah. unattainable. We're not going to change his mind except during prayer with Hezekiah, who became a total knucklehead. And <laughs> Well, Hezekiah also prayed, though, and God delivered the whole city of Jerusalem from destruction. Yeah. So the same guy can either turn out a knucklehead from answers to prayer or can... But look at those kings who had already things. ruined it so much they couldn't pray for their cities and stuff because they were all sinners. They were all messed See, there's up. there's different scenarios, Doug, you know. Yeah. I don't know. This this is what I know for sure. This different scenario, <laughs> different people. We're, and we're getting sidetracked. We're, we're in the book of Job. We ate a pickle, and we, we've got a little more energy than we had before we ate that pickle. <laughs> and, 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 and and so we're a little bit drifting here. But here's the, here's the important, important part. The important part is this. Job is getting a talking to from the man of God. And sometimes, folks, I leave church. Sometimes I get a talking to. Sometimes I don't feel good about myself. Sometimes I feel really bad about the person talking to me. But you know, when you're a spouse in the Word of God, when the Holy Spirit of God is working through your heart, when you're standing there and you're praying with somebody and you tell them you love them and it's real, and I mean, God can use that. And I think that's what's going on. Yeah, here. verse 14. Yeah. I think is the most beautiful verse of chapter 35. Yeah. He says, although thou sayest, thou shalt not see him, yet judgment is before him. Therefore, trust thou in him. And he's saying, Job, remember how Job said he didn't see God? Wherever I look, I don't see him. And I yeah. think he's going back to that and saying, you say you don't see him. But Job, God is in control. But, I, you know, I, we've all him. heard that before from people. Yeah. We may have, Maybe we've said it. Yep. You know, that's something I, I haven't heard once. You know, I've heard that, boy, yeah. I've heard it once a month. Yeah. And uh, where I don't see God. And, and you know what? These are good people. These yeah. are godly people. Oh, these I remember are, saying that. Yeah, these are men and women yeah. in the ministry. These are men and women that have served God for years. These are men and women uh, that have achieved great heights that, that are, you know, all around the world. And sometimes, sometimes it feels like God's not there. Our feelings, our feelings and our emotions Emotions uh, will mess you up. You better believe it. I, I remember clear as day saying to my dad about, oh, I don't know, six weeks after Charles died. And I had just been through um, some narcissistic kind of treatment. And that'll send you reeling. You know, I don't know how much of where Job was was in part because of the yeah. three knuckleheads. I think a great portion of Job's issues. And you had more than three knuckleheads doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, but I remember saying to my dad, Dad, it's totally dark. There's no light. Yeah. No matter where I look, there's no light. But I also remember during those days of no light, feeling like God spoke to me like I had never heard him spoke to me before and just was like, hold my hand. It's going to be okay. Even if you can't see, just hold my hand. You know, that's a song. And I think that's what Elihu, see, I fixed it, is oh. trying to tell Job, Job, yeah, you, you may not see around. God. Yeah, yeah. You don't see him, but he is, judgment is before him, therefore trust thou in him. And I think that's what it's coming down to is Elihu's coming back and saying, Job, 
you got to trust God. And here's the rap. That's good. Here's the rap. God is God. Job is not. Neither am I. Neither are you. Neither are those people who mess you up. Neither are those narcissists who tried to hurt you. Believe it or not, there are people in this world that mess with Stephanie Wesco. And just think on that. If they'll mess with a woman who just lost her husband, a widow of eight kids, they'll mess with you. Listen, the devil uses those people. He feeds, uh, he, he feeds his flock, his dirty angels, with people who have no knowledge of what they say. And, uh, and these people, you know, they, they stand in what they think are high places, and they're, they're almighty, trying to look good. Let me tell you something, friends. It's about God. God is God, and these narcissists, they can go home. So the practical message for today is this. The practical message for today is, and this is, this is the big one, this is the big one, don't go to God with vanity. Don't go to God with your problems. Go to God with answers. Dear God, you know, I'm, Hezekiah, give me 15 more years. Dear God, take this away from me. Read uh, his word. There's yeah. promises in call unto me and I will answer thee. Call unto me. And call God. Great Put your, mighty shut your cell phone off. Shut the TV off. Go in a closet somewhere. God has given us the avenue of prayer in a way that Job did not have it. We have the Holy Spirit of God That's dwelling right. in us. And, and you know, no you're never stronger than when you're on your knees. You never That's stand right. taller than when you're on your we knees talking to God. We have to run our race on That's our knees. Right. Hey, hop in a closet. You know, find a car. Go wherever you got to go. Have your private time with God. And... Uh, that's all we're saying. Hey, listen, folks, we love you folks, man. We've come a long way with you. I think this is like the 168th city. I don't even know where we are, but I know we're well on the way to 170. We love you folks. And listen, man, listen, whatever you do, listen to this next message, because if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you need to get that right. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. One of the more exciting things about our ministry is being able to tell people how they can know for sure they're saved and believe in Jesus Christ and spend eternity in heaven. The Bible tells us there's four things we need to know to be saved. The first thing it tells us is we're all sinners. The Bible says there are none righteous. It says that everybody in the world is a sinner. The second thing that the Bible teaches us is there's a price on sin. The Bible says for the wages of sin is death. The third thing and the good news that the Bible teaches us today is it says, but God commendeth his love toward us while we were yet sinners before we were even born, Christ died for us. So we can know we're a sinner. We can know there's a price on sin, but thank God that Christ died for us. Then the Bible says we must speak it in our mouth and believe it in our heart that all we need to do is pray to God, believe it in our heart that Christ has died for our sins and ask him to save us in Jesus Christ's name. And you know what, folks? He will. If we can do anything to help you in that area, please send us a message. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.